Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flow Over Fear podcast, where it is our mission to help you to rise above fear and realize your ultimate potential in leadership and life. I'm your host, Adam Hill, and it is my goal to share with you the human side of high performance. My guests share their experience with fear, anxiety, struggle, challenge, and most importantly, despite all of it, how they rose above it to achieve incredible results. So if you're ready to rise up, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this recap episode of Flow Over Fear, where I'm going to share some of the golden nuggets that I learned from Eric Beach, who has been one of my best friends for the last few years. Ever since I met him, I knew that I wanted to get to know this man a lot better because I knew that he could influence my life in a lot of ways. And I remember that, you know, as I as I learned to get to know Eric and as I got to know Eric, I realized that we had so much in common. And yet I knew in looking at his experience, I knew that he had uh, so much more life experience than I did and so much more uh, that he's, you know, I feel he's overcome. And I think as, as people who've, you know, become addicts or struggle with mental health issues, there's a lot of comparisons that go on. And I find myself doing that too, where I, I look at somebody else and I almost think that I'm not worthy of having mental health issues. I'm not worthy of having anxiety because I see somebody else experience it. And I think to myself, wow, well, you know, they've gone through so much. I don't even deserve to have this emotion. But that's one of the first things that didn't even get said during this interview that I realized that that I, I continue to learn is that, you know, our feelings are valid when we feel them because they are what they are our experience. And if we're going to heal from them, we have to acknowledge them as real, as part of our experience. And that is one thing that Eric touched on. I think that that, that was very, very uh, uh, poignant and, and excellent was that trauma is, you know, really any form, anything that leads to up, upheaval in your life. And that could be anything. I mean, it could be going to war. It could be experiencing war and experiencing death, experiencing the horrors that come from fighting in battles, or it could come from the battles we face internally. That kind of trauma exists. And that's one thing that Eric did, did, did bring up a bit. And I thought that that was powerful. What he ended with was regardless of what, what's going, one thing that he would tell one thing that he would say to his younger self, his, his younger self that was going through all the pain and all the suffering and all of the trauma, he would just say, just keep putting one step in front of the other. It was an incredible, uh, it was an incredible example and corollary to his experience as an Ironman athlete where he was pushing through the marathon and trudging with one foot in front of the other, trying to get to the finish line in time to finish before the cutoff. And he made it. But he made it by just putting one foot in front of the other. And it was a, it was a valuable lesson in just staying present. So that was, that was powerful. And, you know, I learned a lot over the course of this, this call about, you know, some of the experiences Eric went through. He, he, he's lived a very full life that has included a lot of of trauma a lot of a lot of post traumatic stress and 
you know, and that some of those things don't always go away, but we can learn to, we can learn to recover and we can learn to even rise above them and, and, and face them with a better attitude and a better mindset. I learned from him the power of, of interaction. One of the most important things he said in this, in this, uh, in this interview that I had with him was that hate does fade. Hate does fade. Hate is an element of fear. Obviously, if we're, if we're experiencing deep fear, a lot of time that times that manifests as hate, but we, but it's, it's not necessarily hate that we're experiencing. It's just an extreme dislike. We just don't want it in our lives. We don't want that thing in our lives. I mentioned in the interview about, uh, as an extreme dislike for Lingberger cheese. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. Maybe you pronounce it some other way, but, uh, it's just as distasteful to say as it is to, uh, as it is to eat, but that's something we dislike. We don't necessarily hate that because Eric and his experience says that he had experienced hate. He experienced friends that had been that had been kidnapped in Iraq, soldiers that had later been found executed. These were friends of his that were trying to make peace, that were kidnapped and executed, and uh, and that led him to hate those people. But what? What he learned throughout that process was that hate does eventually fade and it fades. It heals through interaction, through connection. When he started connecting and interacting with the people that, that, uh, that he hated, that hate faded and he began to understand. And there's a, there is an important lesson in that in rising above fear is, are, are you afraid of those interactions with people is there are there people that you're saying you hate or even that you dislike just because you're afraid that of the interaction that you're going to have with them maybe uh maybe there's a way in which you can connect with those people and maybe but then again i mean maybe there's boundaries that you need to set because those people are toxic and that's a balance we need to we need to find but but uh, uh but ultimately if there's a reason that we're that we're hating people there, there's, there's some reason behind that, and we need to, you know, look at that. Sometimes interacting with that helps. Um, we can also one, one other thing that we I learned from Eric is that we can learn from our vices. You know, things when we're addicts. I myself, I'm an alcoholic, uh, recovering, of course. Eric uh, also got into alcoholism and uh, and used heavier drugs. And he said that, uh, uh, but he said that he did learn something from them, although that they were powerfully, uh, you know, corrupted him as they corrupted me. Uh, they can be powerful teachers in a lot of regards in terms of what we can, uh, you know, what we can learn from them. So what can we learn from things like our alcoholism or, or this? What, 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 what are they telling us about what we're afraid of? There's powerful statements in that, um, and uh, um, and those are things worth worth considering. But speaking of powerful teachers, Eric mentioned something very uh, very great in this, and and he talked about the power of of teachers when he grew up. There were a few teachers that he had that uh, that had abused him. That you know, even some people that he trusted, adults that he trusted, that were inappropriate with him in a number of ways. And, 
you know, a few of them uh, uh, manipulated the system so that so that uh, uh, so that he was caught in the middle of that and perhaps got you know some bad grades from time to time because of experiences that he was having with those teachers. But the power of one teacher, the power of one teacher to change lives, to change his life was was so powerful. His choir teacher uh, had once told him the line, uh, "Now is the time to fail." And they told him that his senior year. And when when he when when he heard that uh, that statement, it resonated with him. It gave him permission to be himself. And that was that's a powerful thing for all of us if we're if we're experiencing this fear or, or this desire to be accepted in our environment, this desire to become part of the cliques that we want to be in. Uh, when we're given permission to be ourselves, that's where we can. That is one element of allowing us to rise above fear. Is when we have that level of authenticity, of being genuine, of being able to be ourselves. And sometimes it just takes a teacher, someone that we can trust to, to tell us that. And I've been fortunate in my life to know a lot of really good teachers. Uh, I've had my own teachers. I also have a lot of friends now that are teachers. And I thank them all the time for, for the lessons that they, uh, that they teach us. Um, they are very, very powerful. Um, Eric is continues to be an influence in the world of of filmmaking and uh, YouTube. He has a channel called The Journey Well, and it's such a powerful channel. But it's such an unconventional uh, it's such an uncon it's an unconventional uh, tool that he's using to convey his message. His message is really related to healing, to being you know to 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 self improvement. And to really uh, to telling a good story, but the means by which he's telling that story, and, and Eric is a fantastic storyteller. If you don't believe me, listen to the episode. But uh, but the method that he uses to tell that story is tarot, tarot cards. You know the 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 thing that we tend to that that many of us tend to look at and think that it's it's hocus pocus. But but. I will tell you, my friends, I am a convert on, on tarot now because I recognize that the cards itself, there's nothing, it's, 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 it's not necessarily that, that uh, uh, Eric is channeling the inner spirits of this dimension or whatever. No, it's that he's creating a conversation. He's creating a story just by drawing a card and saying, this picture, what is it, what does it invoke? What, it, what, what emotions, what what experiences does that sh does that show in you? It's almost, I mean, and psychologists have been doing this for, you know, decades, if not centuries. They've been holding up pictures and saying, what does this, what, what emotions, what, what attitudes does this bring up in you? And that is a way of healing. And when Eric does that on his show, combined with the, with the quality of the story that he's telling, because he, he's a powerful storyteller, it comes off as a very, very strong uh, strong, uh, strong message. And that's what we get from Eric is that really, really strong message. So I encourage you to listen to the episode, especially go get, especially once you get to the end where he starts drawing cards, he starts demonstrating his talents there. Uh, because, uh, uh, I can learn a lot. We can all learn a lot from Eric. I have learned a lot from Eric and that's why he's one of uh, my best friends and, and mentors. So give the show a listen and, uh, and uh, uh, enjoy it and give Eric a follow. Uh, follow him on YouTube. 
follow him at the journey well and until next time we'll be talking soon thank you so much for listening to this episode of the flow over fear podcast if you're enjoying this show please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button i will be so grateful if you do and i'll look forward to bringing you more value in our next episode i'll see you then